Very good afternoon. Once again, it's 25 minutes past one. This is Lifetime Live and we're broadcasting from Seapoint Studios. And uh, um, right now we go straight to Craig uh, Lembinon, who is a Sea Rescuer spokesperson. Uh, it is festive season and a time when holiday makers are flocking to the beaches and uh, for some relaxation. And unfortunately, at times we end up not relaxing because we did not take precautionary measures. We lose children, uh, we drown, uh, there's just so much more and uh, we also endanger beaches with uh, throwing um, garbage especially plastics uh, in and around um, these areas and uh, let's talk safety right now Craig good afternoon and thank you so much for taking our call and uh, welcome thank you very much good afternoon uh, Craig let's talk about some of the um, tragic realities that happened during this period well, so sadly on Christmas day and Boxing Day there were uh, eight drownings around the coastline. Um, the NSRI itself, we responded to 15 um, serious emergencies um, involving mostly um, incidents where people got into difficulty at beaches that aren't protected by lifeguards, and that was the concern. Uh, the other concern that we've got is at the moment the uh, high tide is peaking in the late afternoon. Uh, that means that you'll have the high tide going back towards low tide uh, probably when people are taking their last dip before going home. And that's a concern because the currents will be their strongest at that time. We're urging the public to only swim at beaches where and when lifeguards are on duty and for mm-hmm. children to have responsible adult supervision around all waterways. So how does one spot a, a lifeguard? Now the lifeguards are wearing red shorts and yellow shirts. Um, and they post um, red and yellow flags on the beach uh, to demarcate a safe swimming zone. Um, and uh, obviously that's where they're detecting there to be no rip currents forming. They might move those during the day because rip currents form at different places constantly throughout the day. But then they'll ask the public to move into that safe demarcated swimming zone. And if people are swimming and they get um, swept to the left or the right, uh, the lifeguards will go in and urge the person to go back in between those flags because that's the safe area that's been demarcated for swimming and also the area that they're actually watching. also important for the family to identify where the lifeguards are on the beach that if you need help, you can go and call them quickly. Um, mm-hmm. But also if you get separated from your family members, um, if the whole family know where the lifeguards are stationed on the beach, they can go to the lifeguards for assistance. Or if you're missing a family member, you can go and fetch that that family member from the lifeguard who will keep the family member safe until their family has fetched them. And what is the advice for families traveling with children? So we urge parents to make sure that their children have responsible adult supervision around all water. It's not only coastal water, it's also inland waters, dams, rivers, lakes, even your swimming pool at home that should really have a cloak of safety around it. But if your children are going to be swimming or playing in the water or if the family are down at a waterway for the day, um, it's important that if the children get into the water that there is an adult physically watching them. Uh, The the, the Drowning um, Act itself is often a silent one where people don't shout for help or or, um, display any signs of drowning. They simply sink underwater. So it's important for a responsible adult to be watching the children while they're swimming in any waterway, even your swimming pool at home.
There's also a, a an, an unfortunate reality, Craig, during this time of the year that people get intoxicated and, and want to get to beaches. What is um, uh, what, what precautions should people take? I know one of them is just don't drink and swim, period. So the, the law enforcement officers and police are on the beaches uh, physically monitoring um, uh, the no alcohol on beaches um, a ruling. Um, and uh, we urge people not to drink and swim, also not to drink if they're going to be riding or uh, driving a boat. Um, if you're swimming and you have been drinking and you get into difficulty, your senses will be slowed. Your chances of survival are less than if you were sober. So we urge people for an enjoyable day down at the beach, don't drink alcohol and then go swimming. But also that goes for inland waterways as well. If you're at a river, lake or a dam, um, even if you're around your swimming pool, you shouldn't be intoxicated around water because an accident can happen very quickly. And we obviously extremely hopeful that everybody mm. gets through this festive season, this new year, safely um, and sees uh, themselves into the year 2019. Craig, there also are instances where, I mean, a, an emergency occurs uh, where a person has a, a cardiovascular challenge um, whilst having fun. What are the basics to do whilst uh, waiting for help? So we, we always urge people to know bystander CPR. Um, it, it's not really something that you can Google, although there are, there's a lot of advice of what you can do on the Internet. Uh, but the priority is to uh, uh, get oxygen into the person um, and then uh, do CPR if somebody's had a heart attack. Um, but also the same goes for a drowning accident. If somebody's come out of the water, put them in the recovery position so they don't aspirate that water or swallow that water or breathe the water into their lungs. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, all of those kind of things, is, it's just general first aid. But we encourage the whole family to know first aid to, and also to have a plan of action in place. If they're going to go to a place like the seaside or to a river, lake or dam, have a plan in place, be prepared for the environment that you're going into and have the emergency telephone numbers programmed into your phone. The Sea Rescue National Emergency Number is 112. You can also go to our webpage at www.nsri.org.za and get safety tips uh, um, uh, from our webpage. And then there's also people who just want to always take chances where you would want to dive where there are boats. Is that advisable? So at the end of the day, the, the onus of safety is on the individual. Mm. The voluntary assumption of risk that people take. Um, if you know that you're going into an environment where people have uh, uh, got into difficulty or been injured or worse, have lost their lives, and you know that that has happened in the past, then it's always important to have a plan of action and preparedness in place, but also to have a safety-conscious mindset. Um, so, you know, the same as diving off a boulder into the water, unless you know that the water is very deep below and you don't dive onto your head or hit a boulder or, or hit the sandbank, uh, those kind of things are um, uh, just general safety around water. Let's talk about my worst nightmare, and that is shark safety. <laughs> I, I, I'm never at ease when uh, I'm at sea because you're always thinking, goodness, what if? Well, so at certain places around the Cape Peninsula, there are shark spots. 
watching out for when sharks approach bathers or approach surfers. They've got their sirens that they uh, uh, sound uh, if they see a shark in the water, and people are urged to leave the, leave the water. We can't physically go and fetch someone out of the water. You can't physically arrest someone who's in the water. You can't mm. physically um, enforce somebody from not swimming, even though the environment uh, might be dangerous if there's a shark present. But we urge people to have that safety uh, top of mind and leave the water if the shark spotted, say leave the water. We know that the sharks live in the sea. It's their environment. We're entering their homes. Um, are um, at a beach that doesn't have a shark spotted. Simply don't go too deep into the water. So once again, give us those contact details. Uh, should we find ourselves uh, in this sticky, or maybe before we get there, let's talk about the, the, the shark spotter flags. What to look out for? What are the colours? Yeah, the, uh, we've actually put that onto our webpage. So if you go to our webpage, you'll be able to see there. But you can also um, Google the shark spotters themselves and, uh, and know that. But the same as that is it's about being prepared. And if you get to a beach like Musenberg Beach or Fisher Beach, where there are shark spotters physically in attendance, you can always approach them and they'll explain the entire um, uh, shark plan uh, to, to the family. And it's, it's not a bad thing for the whole family to be aware of the safety measures. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Craig, for joining us. And uh, um, we certainly are better enlightened. And I hope that uh, people heed the call. Uh, you did uh, give us that uh, dial number uh, 112 from any cell phone and um, help would be underway.